they always recruit the sociopaths, people that just don't care, only care about themselves. They don't so much enjoy uh, killing people or ripping children's teeth out with pliers or burning people's eyes out with hot pokers or boiling people in oil or crucifying people upside down or murdering entire cities or uh, lining a thousand-mile Roman road with uh, people burning at the stake. But they'll do it if they get the power. They just want a big house and, you know, women. And they always get into power in every case. And that's why the norm, not the exception, is torture dungeons, mass executions, mass raping, slavery, death and destruction. And that's why I call the Queen of England a disgusting demon. That's why I pull her down. We're told she's this sweet old lady. She is the progeny of European elite, and if you don't believe me, just, just search the term, royalty bloodbaths. There's a reason they call it bloodthirsty. All these terms have a root. Um, Transylvanian royalty, German royalty, French royalty, Dutch royalty, and it's a secret uh, process they reportedly still engage in, but as early as just 60, 70 years ago, it was on record that they would bathe, women especially, in the blood of children. Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Josh, Larry, and the Illuma Mommy herself, Miss April. And on today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, we dive in to the royal family that the queen herself is a cannibal. a cannibal queen eyes and ears and fava beans dynamite <laughs> with a laser beam guaranteed to blow your mind uh -oh. anytime ladies and gentlemen her majesty herself the queen of england oh attention on deck I don't have a boner. Soldiers. Thank you. God bless the queen. Sorry, I was looking for the sex pistols version. <laughs> <laughs> okay, truth time. Would you guys ever try human meat? Uh, how hungry am I? Like, am I? I'm like well, close to death. I'm just saying. You're in a room, and you you have a friend who's a chef. You're at an upscale diner. Upscale diner. <laughs> I hate it. it's America. You're, you're an upscale delicatessen. It's like a Applebee's or something. <laughs> and he says they've come in with a shipment of Jason feet. <laughs> bones and body parts and they got a delicious soup or no you know what it's a shoop soup <laughs> very human, well played human, yep. human bacon which Ooh. supposedly humans taste like pork now mm. bacon's from the belly correct 
Yes. Okay. Thanks, Mom. Not a problem. Ryan would make good bacon. Really? I think so. <laughs> See, I think I got too much fat to be bacon. Well, the, uh, I guess I, I haven't been to the meat market in a while, but... <laughs> I think that if I was in a scenario where I was in the process of eating something, I'm chewing it already, and then it's then I'm informed, hey, by the way, this is... Uh, Filet of Bob. Yeah. If it, it tastes good, <laughs> I'm not going to spit it out. Just Boy. because if it's already in my mouth, I've been chewing it, and it tastes good, I'm not going to have that immediate, like, I got to vomit now. Okay, so if... But if somebody told you, and then they prepared you this dish and handed it to you, would you eat it? Oh, no. No. No? No. Yes. Oh! <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Interesting. If, hypothetically speaking, if someone... If there were no repercussions, no just to try mad, it, just yeah, no legal action could be taken. If someone said, "Hey, I have this," <laughs> and if it was a nice lean, lean <laughs> cut of abdominal muscle, mm-hmm. maybe so or back calf, calf would be good. I would, I would try it little, just to say, "Are that you?" I had. I, I don't know. I've eaten a human. Are, are you an adventurous eater? Would you say I am? I think I am. so. What's, I am what's the most exotic thing you've eaten? <laughs> oh I can God! Tell what? When we were at the Chinese restaurant and you had the little octopus. Oh yeah, they had that octopus salad and they had little baby octopuses. Oh, Oct- octopi. was it alive? Because I no. know certain parts of Japan they like to eat it. Those way. actually, they come dead, but they pour a certain like pH of acid, like vinegar or something like that, on them to make them dance. Fires up their... Yeah. Uh, fires up the synapses in their brain so that they, like, squiggle around. Ooh, Ryan. Frog legs? I mean... Frog legs? Okay. It's the, the typical American response. I, right. was, I was down south. <laughs> I was hanging out with my sister and my cousin. I said, hey, I want to try some of them frog legs. Josh. Uh, most exotic? Yeah. Uh, I would say that mine... <sighs> I went to culinary school. You ate snake once, didn't you? Oh, that's that's not that. Escargot? Do, you, do uh, you eat snake like a spaghetti noodle? <laughs> no, I don't remember being bad. I, I would say, you're though... a bear. Oh, okay. The, probably the most <laughs> Furry exotic... Furry like a bear. <laughs> there. Uh, I would say the most exotic thing I've ever had was foie gras. Oh, which is oh, that's goose duck liver. liver. Duck liver. Duck, duck liver. liver, yep. okay. duck, duck uh, liver. It's, I believe, uh, at least it was when I started college. At that point, it was in legislation. It was going to become illegal. Yeah, if you see how mm-hmm. they make it, they yeah, force that funnel down the duck or goose's mouth, mouth and, and then, neck. Uh, they yeah, like they just it. Feed them. <laughs> yes, can tell by the way they fight it. <laughs> They're like mah, 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 mm, more. Mah, mah, mah. So uh, it it was basically like you. When you have this, you just take like a sliver off of it, and then you mm-hmm. put it on other stuff. It's like it just makes it. It's like butter. Mm. It was it was good, but it's meat butter. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. it was good, but I can understand why it's illegal now. Yeah, I had alligator tail. Mm, yeah. Oh, actually, I did have it's that. Pretty too. good, isn't it? Well, it's funny. I was in Gulfport, Mississippi, right before Hurricane Katrina hit, mm-hmm. and I went to uh, a restaurant there, right by the water. And I remember just looking around and being gators like, and taters. Yeah, it was something <laughs> like that. But it was it was super tasty. I it mean, is. I, but you know what? You put anything on anything, and it's going to taste. If you good. fry anything, it'll taste exactly. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've had like uh, calamari too. I mean, I don't think of that as. They say most calamari is just pig assholes. Oh. Yum. 
You are what you eat. A pig asshole. <laughs> All right, we've delayed the scale, the tried and true scale enough. Let's get to it, ladies and gentlemen. Is the idea of the leaders of the world eating the poor scary? And I am going to go with Joshua. Well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, people should be eating people so i would say that this is like uh well it's not me they're not gonna come after me i'd be too fatty so (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna say four okay april um i'd give this uh, maybe a six because like the idea of them eating poor people is scary but i don't think we're quite poor enough to be food for like super rich people so man we're having peasant tonight. Oh, pheasant? No, we're having peasant. Uh, <laughs> pleasant. <laughs> pleasant. Mm, you know pleasant. the guy in the duplex who missed his rent <laughs> yeah, a couple times? Him. <laughs> the now. idea of feeding poor people to rich people is a 10. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't. I mean, the if you're taking out whether or not I believe in it. Right. But if you don't, I mean, that's a 10. I would say, in my mind, it's about an eight and a half. <laughs> Put it right between a nine and an eight. Just to say that... The idea that they think that they're so medieval in their thinking that they think, oh, the, well, yeah, if I eat this person, I'm going to... It's kind of like the... Um, we we talked about it kind of briefly during the vampire episode, but the... Uh, um, Reminds me of Elizabeth Bathory. Elizabeth Bathory, yeah. I'm sorry. I was going to say Bath, and then I'm like, no, it's Bathory. That was her nickname. <laughs> right. Hey, Bath, get over here. Stop bathing <laughs> in that virgin blood. No, she um, she was a monster, and um, between her and like her lover at the time, I think it was like a Paris guy or something like that. They, we, they Paris would, guy. <laughs> I think hey. the term is French. French, yeah. They <laughs> uh, Parisian. They uh, they did mm. atrocities Parmesan? To, to peasants. I mean, we'll get into it, but here we go, guys. Your man the host with the mm-hmm, most mm-hmm. spent some time on the internet and got you're welcome di- got digging oh you did i didn't dig into it but i found <laughs> i ran across this fucking thing uh, that's true this so is weird this is another larry recommendation which also our last larry recommendation was uh the uh Lindbergh baby mm-hmm. and we all came through that with a positive vote at the end yep. so we We'll see what happens here. Yeah. Okay, so according to the dailymail.co.uk, 300-year-old British royalty enjoyed to dine on humans. Now, it doesn't sound that crazy, though, when you think about the medieval period. Right. Because it's all Game of Thrones shit, running around with their fucking panties in a bunch, hating each other, covered in fur. And feces. Smallpox. Everybody's got crooked syphilis. Teeth. Crooked teeth. Using their teeth to open doors. <laughs> um, ah! As of last year, this was this is 2017 now, but in 2016, a book on medicinal cannibalism showed that the 18th century British royals like to eat parts of humans as if we're some sort of cure, you know, like, hmm. oh, I need an aspirin. Give me your finger. This will cure your rheumatism. Right. Um, as if we're some sort of cure. Now, as recent as the 19th century here in America, we had family members eating the hearts and livers of their family members suffering from tuberculosis. That's a good idea. (laughs) Hoping to immune themselves from zombie uncle vampire coming in the night. This is not just an old habit. So, I mean, realistically, you can say 300 years for the Brits, but... 
you know, 1895, I think was the last time they dug somebody up and were like, I don't want Jeff coming in the night, so I'm going to eat his heart. (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm sick as... I'm dead. And then we turn the corner with uh, trying to separate ourselves with the Boston feet party. (laughs) (laughs) What was that about, by the way? I think they were taxing feet or something. (laughs) We got mad. They're taxing shoes. Yeah. Right. The feet Um, are the delicacy, by the way. You suck the meat off the toes. (laughs) How can you assume for some god-awful reason that eating someone with disease will make you immune to that disease? (laughs) Well, I mean, come on. This is a time when, like... If you had a headache, they'd drill a hole in your skull to release the evil spirits. <laughs> right. And they just, and then they, it would just pop right through the hole. Yeah, I, of course. I feel sorry for women, for the gynecologists they had in that day. Oh, I know, right? Yep. Hey, I'm a gynecologist. <laughs> I'm easy scissors and cut away those demons inside of you. Come down my dark alley and I'll show you in this rainy observatory <laughs> I built out of cardboard boxes. We and still I'll have get- that nowadays. It's a white van with the word spray painted gynecologist. It's spelled... <laughs> yep. Terribly, it's, it's spelled like the way Ryan would pronounce it. I know, <laughs> traveling gynecologist, pussy doctor is all it says on the side. <laughs> Come down my dark alley, and I'll go down your dark alley. <laughs> exactly, that's that's the bumper right there. Uh, okay, so oh, now both Queen Mary the Second and her uncle King Charles the Second took distilled. This is this is gross. Distilled human skull metal. Is this kosher? Because I can I can only eat kosher. On their deathbeds in 1698 and 1685, they swore the rest of the world were monsters to boot. I tell you, you could sell human flesh today if you just put gluten free on the package. Right? Organic, <laughs> gluten free. You just say the scientific non-GMO term for human flesh. It's like BPA free. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is totally that's something that's in my diet. This right here, I got this at Trader Joe's. It says Humanius Scalanius, and uh, it's in a package. It says vegan free, and I heard it's going to make like all my tits grow. I only eat organic. I want my tits to be big. Ooh. Make vegan. them bigger. Anyway, so they swore the rest of the world were monsters to boot at the time. Like anybody who wasn't, you know, part of their tribe. We are the forward thinking people. We are going to have Microsoft Word one day and I'm we're going to be phenomenal. Farthington family. <laughs> so anyway, Farthington. Which is where, you know, the real hypocrisy comes in because in the secret, their chambers were, they had powdered Egyptian mummy human poppers. Poppers, mm, mm. fat, fat uh, free. Ooh, I'm on board. <laughs> they had it's fat free. They, they ingested human flesh, Crispy human cream. fat, bone, blood, brains, and skin, and distilled and drank it. Has anybody had marrow? Just uh, it just popped in my head. I've heard people eating like bone marrow. It's supposed to be good. Talk about a human hangover. It's really rich, like it, yeah. super, super, yeah, super yeah, rich. Probably couldn't do it. Probably inflame my gout. You're right. I'm, I'm too poor. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought maybe in your culinary school. I, I have. You have. Yeah. Now it's just rich, and it's not like good or anything. Bone marrow. Not that I remember. My dog eats bone marrow. Well, all dogs pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you buy a rawhide or like one of those big bones. Man, I am running out of uh, well hitchhikers to feed that dog's <laughs> taste of bone marrow. <laughs> oh shit! You're scaring me now. All right. So there's this book that's written by home, this. Ryan? No, I don't. <laughs> I peddled here myself. Uh, now this book written by Richard Sugg of Durham University states the human body 
uh, uh, sorry, quote, the human body has been widely used as a therapeutic agent with the most popular treatments involving flesh, bone, and blood. Cannibalism was found not only in the New World, as often believed, but also in Europe. One thing we are rarely taught at school yet is evidenced in literary and historic texts of this time. James the first refused corpse medicine whereas charles the second made his own corpse medicine and charles the first was made into corpse medicine <laughs> oh my larry yes you can eat me if it's gonna save you i'll larry eat me that's what i got out of that like i feel <laughs> like so it's like a prescription it was something that medical doctors at the time honestly thought Fucking if you a. could distill the skull <laughs> and drink yeah. it ooh. Which I'm sure has a very heady taste to it. One <laughs> 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 oh, of them Ryan Dad jokes snuck in. Oh there. man, uh, blood sausages! And I my my father-in-law has tried it and likes blood sausage. That sounds so gross to me. Yeah, it's like blood clots, isn't it? Pretty much. It does, yeah. <coughs> it, it just any when anybody says blood, Coagulants. I one of the nosebleeds I got in my life, mm-hmm. and like how you taste it down your throat, throat all yep. day, even after you, you clog get that, it, that thick. Oh yeah, and snail you, trail. And, and you pull it out, and it's just like <laughs> it just keeps coming. I know it's, it's like a magician trying to pull out a, a one of handkerchief tricks. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> copper pennies, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. All right, Doctor Sug continues. Medicinal cannibalism used the formidable weight of European science, publishing, trade networks, and educated theory. Whilst corpse medicine has sometimes been presented as a medieval therapy, it was at its height during the social and scientific revolutions of early modern Britain. It's survived this is crazy well into the 18th century and amongst the poor it lingered stubbornly on into the time of queen victoria quite apart from the question of cannibalism the sourcing of body parts now looks highly unethical to us obviously in the heyday of medicinal cannibalism bodies of or bones were routinely taken from egyptian tombs and european graveyards not only that but some way into the 18th century, one of the biggest imports from Ireland into Britain was human skulls. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So ethnic food. Well, we're eating Indian tonight. The, truthfully, though, um, dots or feathers. I remember specifically during um, one of the s- sessions of like research I was doing. I think specifically when during the vampire episode, um, there were they were talking about how doctors. We're so uh, short on like um, like skeletal exhibits or mm-hmm. yep. used mm-hmm. to study. Just you know, learn about the human body. They would go out and actually dig up bodies that were oh, like freshly yeah. buried Goodness. themselves, and it was very common. Whether or not all this was worse than the modern black market and human organs is difficult to say. I mean, we still have organs being sold. Are you raising your hand or are you just stretching your armpits? I'm cracking my back. Oh, okay. oh I thought you were calling for <laughs> okay. AJ Styles to appear. I found I, okay. that's how you do it too. Yeah. It's, like the this, bat, it's like the bat signal. Yep. I feel like I'm not focusing it's enough a soccer on mom signal. But I will once I get back around to it. But I, I there is a few more things I need to to touch on. So. I found this image that was pretty incredible. Actually, during my searches, first of all, as I mentioned, Charles the first body was made into corpse medicine, according to reports <laughs> from the execution of Charles the first at the time in 1649, when he died, the crowd who'd gathered for the event mopped up his blood with whatever they could find because people like, believed that his blood had healing properties. Oh yeah. Mm. It's like oh, a, yeah. during his, so during this execution, it's like a mop sauce for people, barbecue. People would run up and there's a picture of it. Cause you can see the mop crowd like falling on each other. Like it, it's like, if like a, they're 
They're trying to get to the blood. Wow. And there's like people using their shirts, people using bread, people using Mm, whatever they can. Garlic bread. (laughs) I love a good loaf of bloody wheat. Sop up that sauce. A good fucking red blood cell filled. It became Charlie bread. Pumpernickel. That's pretty good. (laughs) So, wow. My would honestly, my blood would just probably get you drunk. Just FYI. <laughs> like probably, it's got, a, it's got about a ten percent alcohol level. So, mm-hmm. in fact, blood my blood was, get you high. My, <laughs> in fact, blood was commonly collected from all beheadings and executions because wow. it was common thought wow. that it could cure slash help epilep- wow. epileptics at the time. So people thought that if you took blood mm-hmm. from a beheading, they could use it to cure, cure the epilepsy. And if you didn't, at, at the very least, it got it nice and shaken. <laughs> Here, hold my drink. <laughs> There's even a report of a German in the crowd at a uh, 16th century execution. I don't have his name, but he grabbed the body of a beheaded man and drank it in front of the crowd. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a German. What the fuck? <laughs> Was that Ozzy's great, 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 great grandpa? That's fucking metal, man. I was, I was drinking blood. <laughs> That's my husband. I can just hear this like manly voiced woman. Because she's, she's German. <laughs> German women. Sorry, German listeners. German women are very pretty, though. You haven't exactly had the greatest of history timelines. If, if you're a German listener, we love Donka you. Shane. If you're a German listener, <laughs> the Donkey last recorded chains. instance of this practice was in Germany, mm, and see? it happened in 1865, which is that's pretty, not that long ago. Which is pretty close to the aforementioned vampire panic in the New England area now, of North America at the time. Yes. That's weird because that would be the Ottoman Empire, right? Because Germany actually didn't become a country till slightly just before World War One. See, yes, yes. I was, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I thought he was looking for German. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, nine. Yeah. Wait, four and a half. I think yeah is because yeah. nine is no. So would four and a half be yes? <sighs> <laughs> This is like a train wreck. <laughs> Just kidding. That so dad it's like- joke needs a, like a slap on the wrist. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> All right. Larry doesn't ever get crickets. This is a revolutionary episode. All right. So supposedly James I refused the human skull recipe, but his grandson being a warped fuck liked human <laughs> NyQuil. So he bought the recipe, which cost 6,000 pounds. Whoa. Which I have to assume is a lot. If you go back to like Abraham Lincoln days during the um, even like the Civil War, Uh-oh. two quarters bought a house or the like, and a dollar was your retirement fund. So either way, Richard Sugg's book, Mummies. So Cannibals, how many pounds was it? Six thousand. Okay, six thousand. Yeah, Larry's gonna do a, a, some quick math. I'm gonna wrap you this, this just part up a little bit here. So I want to just touch on the fact that Richard Sugg's book, Mummies, Cannibals, and Vampires, is currently available on Amazon or your major online retailer, which breaks that whole thing down about this mm-hmm. early cannibal, all that crazy shit. Um, it's fucking forty five bucks on Amazon though. It's like super expensive. Wow. Like most books is like between ten to twenty, but. Yeah, even even the used is for thirty seven. Well, what, when did the book come out again? Two thousand sixteen. Wow, recent. That about is very expensive. And 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 
it's a four and a half star book. You would think if it was that expensive, like it would be people like too rich for my blood. I don't buy shit like that. That's how they filter it out. You find all the people that can't afford the book, and those are the but ones that die. All the reviews are po- super positive. They're hmm. like, this is a great resource for people. It, it details, and I, I mean those 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 facts that I brought up right there. Even you know just. The fact that people were so into medicinal cannibalism mm-hmm. at the time. So, what year was that uh, sold the, for pounds? There, the year, the six thousand pounds. Yeah. Okay, that would have been um, eighteen sixty-five. Eighteen sixty-five. That means in today's dollar, it'd be one hundred twenty-one thousand dollars. One hundred twenty-one thousand dollars. Wow. And I could be wrong. It might approximately. It, it might be nice. more than that. Which so is, at the very least, that's insane. That's mm-hmm. a lot of money. Um. Well, the fact is, Queen Elizabeth descended from this long line of cannibals. So all these people that did this, whether you think she's a great queen or not, mm-hmm. and God bless the queen. God save the God queen. save her. From what I we're don't not know. from the UK, but we do have a a good amount of UK listeners. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's up? How you doing, UK guys? Girls, hello. Time for tea. I'm here. Stop that. I like. Does anybody here like to drink tea? Yes, I do. Oh, yes. I'm an avid tea drinker. I, I find tea? a bigger caffeine buzz with tea than coffee. To be yeah, honest I, with you, if you I, find the right tea, I the right like, green yeah. tea, Arnold Palmer. Oh, okay, a little tea, a little lemonade. Okay, there you go. I like chips. And you mean chips, <laughs> fish like, and chips, like fries? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like fries. Yes, yes, yes. We had mm-hmm. we had fish and chips last night. Yeah, we did. It was really good. And Ooh. homemade. Sure. <laughs> okay, and, and then my favorite tea. You, you don't want to know mine, Penny Royal. No. Ah, I see what you did there. Uh, no, I love chai. Oh no, really, I, I love chai. Is that, is that a Missouri accent there? <laughs> uh, Green tea, though, is probably the one that I've I've consumed the most of. Right on. Isn't that the the least caffeinated? Yeah. Yes. It's it's like a sleepy time tea. Yep. So, whether you think she's just batshit crazy or whatever your Mm. regard to the Queen Elizabeth is. She's wonderful. um, And her family traditions. That's not on you. uh, You know, what I saw, from what I saw online, what I researched, there's a little bit of a reason to be concerned. Really? Let's dive into the Queen's Windsor Castle, where she lives. Um, and we'll do a little behind the scenes with some of the workers. Uh, you got to imagine royalty has a pretty big staff. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. Um, and it's probably the only royalty that you hear about day to day. I can't think of anybody else like other queens and kings and queens uh, from other countries. Canada has that, don't they? Prime Minister. Yeah, but right. I mean, they have a Prime Minister, but no, their they queen have is, a, our, is the British Queen. Yes. Oh, it still is the British yeah. Queen. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Any day now. Yeah. <laughs> isn't there India? I thought, isn't. Are they ruled? But I don't know. Why are you looking at me? I th- I'm pretty sure there's a. Buddha, 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 Buddha. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> hey, what's up to our India listeners? We will get more educated as we continue to delve into your side of history. <laughs> But for now, we're uh, dealing with the queen. I like your curry. I just... Yeah, I need to try your food more. Okay, so you got Swaziland, Saudi Arabia, Monaco. Yeah. We do have India listeners, actually. Liechtenstein. So high. Vatican City actually has is a royalty country. Hmm. 
Damn. Those are just a couple of them. There's a bunch of them. But this queen covers a lot of land. If you think about it, because Canada's fucking huge. Yeah. That's the, it's bigger than the United States. And I saw a lot of queen, like, uh, hat uh, crowns mm-hmm. on signs. While on, the, I, on that goofy dollar sign, on those goofy dollars they have there in Canada. Yeah, them goofy dollars. Australia, too. Smothered, oh, in yep. Tim, smothered in Tim Hortons, and don't you forget. Wait, why, is right. there, why is there a fucking goose on my dollar bill? <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> 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 All right, so clip was coming. Sorry, <laughs> let's dive into the Queen's Castle a bit. So, according to Dear Dirty America dot com, no, no, no agenda there. Right, of course, that's what I thought too. <laughs> An article posted June fifth, two thousand twelve, says it has confirmed Queen Elizabeth the second is a cannibal. So there's this. A repair guy, and he was given clearance to look into an electrical problem that the castle's uh, kitchen, one of the east side kitchen had. <laughs> Dude, did your butt just scream? <laughs> yeah. Jo- Josh's, Josh's butt just screamed. Just that so wasn't you know. me. That was... He- <laughs> this, this motherfucker's throwing his farts. <laughs> no, my... He put my phone up against my mug, my coffee mug, so I could see the, the baby monitor, and it, I just got a notification and it vibrated against the mm-hmm. mug. Is the baby up? <laughs> yep. Okay. Right. See, I like the sound on, because then at least we can hear that, that Mexican... <laughs> the skeleton jazz band. Yeah, yeah. I miss that. Uh, that mm-hmm. is a fun little noise. Okay, so this, this repairman uh, took three cops and looked into uh, the... Well, they went into the area... Uh, to look into the faulty wiring behind an old refrigerator, it looked hmm. as though it's hard to need... imagine the like a, a refrigerator in a castle. Well, yeah, it I, sounds so weird. There's but... tons, but I guess there was there was issues with this particular f- fridge. Um, it it looked like he was going to need more of the guys like on his team that he repaired stuff with. So mm-hmm. he figured the royal family would be all cool with that. Meanwhile, the queen at the time was out boating, speed boating, not just boating. I know shit. <laughs> he was out. She was out speedboating in France. I can't imagine the queen speedboating. Yeah, turn it up. That was my Canadian voice. <laughs> hey, turn it up, dearie. He's hey, she's got to represent both sides, right? So occasionally she's got to be super Canadian or super British. Hey, there goes the queen. <laughs> Hi, queen. <laughs> ah, shit! She fell off. Oh, oh shit. no. <laughs> She made a big sploosh. Is she, is she's uh, water skiing, Derry. Oh, yeah. All right. So um, <laughs> on a moose's back before he left, the man who would not release his name to the media, this uh, serviceman did not want his name. Yeah, he doesn't want to become a snack. He opened the queen's private freezer. He said, quote, I wanted to check how chilled it was. I wasn't sure the freezer was getting enough juice to keep everything as cold as it needed to, unquote. But what he found was a whole other chapter Ooh. he started that he wasn't prepared for. Do you guys want to know what it was in the freezer? It was tar- a used condom. <laughs> Cumsicles? <laughs> <laughs> guys, it was Taco Bell. Oh, okay. Oh. And I wouldn't have... A, I would, what, what do you think she would eat? Whoa, whoa, that whoa, bitch whoa. queen just threw her chalupas into a freezer all willy-nilly, probably what? after a pint or ten, and what figured is, whatever. What is it? Well, Josh, you first. You had a thought there. You look like you're pooping. Who has Josh leftover Taco face. Bell in their freezer? Like I can, I can. 
was left over Taco Bell. That is funny because we are like devourers of Taco Bell. But yeah. yes, like seriously, and who, who, who even when that? your your tummy hurts, you're still like. Well, because you know, shoving it in, you know, in less than thirty <laughs> minutes, it's not going to taste good anymore. Because as soon as it gets cold, it tastes like shit. You have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. What kind of Taco Bell does the queen eat? You think? Oh, what do if you think she, she had to? Mm. I mean, it's definitely Taco Bell Grande. Yeah, I can see her scooping her finger, getting that refried beans on her fingers. Do you think she snorts it through her nose? Who? What? What? What kind of who eats food like that, Ryan? <laughs> Honestly, somebody who picks her nose a lot you? and just has a big gaper. <laughs> she doesn't want to move her like fake She's teeth around. She just wants to shovel it through her nasal. Snorting lines of soft tacos. <laughs> you know that makes me wonder. World leaders, what do you think they order? From Taco Bell. Like, oh, you, shit. That's a whole other What do you episode. think Donald Trump gets? Trump is getting... Oh, I want two sticks of butter in between <laughs> a roast beef sandwich and a McChicken. From Taco Bell? That's yeah. how that, that was. Yeah, he goes to Taco Bell and Orders expects McDonald's because he's that kind of a bullshit This isn't idiot. American. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Andy, I know you're listening. He builds a wall he's around so Taco great. Bell. He's such a great president. <laughs> and and then, he's fun to make fun of. That's all. And he doesn't because it's south of the border, you know. Whatever he gets, he'd just lie to you about it anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's keep on. No, it wasn't Taco Bell. Okay. Oh, oh no. This is a letdown. He found goddamn. No, he found goddamn strips Whole of wheat. human meat. How does he know it's human meat? No, what, that's a good question. Would it write human meat right on the package? Yeah, it was like <laughs> great, expires great, a year from now. Best diffused by six twenty three. Poor peasant uh, expires in twenty eighteen. <laughs> uh, no, it was big old strips of bacon meat from a side of a human, uh, and you could it was in see through wrap, so he could see the the strips that were in there. Okay, anyway, but still, how do you know? I don't, sh- sh- get to it. The policemen, constables were busy checking each other's oil or something because they didn't see it. <laughs> Actually, two quarts low, dairy. They were in the <laughs> Queen's lavish living room. Lavish is a weird word. It sounds like, it's uh, like lavender or something. Sounds like a language on a Star Wars planet. <laughs> they speak lavish. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Okay. No. So, okay. So anyway. Yeah, exactly. A picture of Richard III was in this uh, lounge. Picture, oh, that's how they found out. They put the picture of the person right on the package. <laughs> like waving, hey! <laughs> with his hunched back loomed over the cops, he was in the act of fighting off a snarling dog with a cane. The dog's snout was frozen forever in the act of lashing out at the Wicked King as if he, Richard, held links of blood sausage in his other mm. hand. Has anyone had blood pudding or sausage my, or pickles my, or whatever? My father-in-law likes that stuff. Yeah. Blood sausage? I yeah. mean... Might explain his gout, but yeah, <laughs> I've never had it. Is it is it one of those things that you should not like? I've never had super it. I don't high in cholesterol. It's, or something? it's one of those super high in cholesterol, super high in um purines. Right on. Like it's like a. Are you cold? Like an organ meat? No, I'm Josh. Okay. Just Here I'm sweating in Josh's. I know, right? Out. My fucking balls are chafing right now. Should have powdered like, up, brother. Oh, Should have powdered up. I did, but a pancake just fell on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Chewy, get out. Chewy, no. Put some butter on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. There's there's cheese on it. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So now this part of the article is my favorite because this is fucking 
Oh, still haven't gotten to how the fuck they know it's human meat. If ever I heard a part in a story with this description, I'd say this defined the word queer. So, this, queer is an odd, right? Yes, not as yes, a sexual. Yes, yes. The actual not see, not queers or these no, guys are. I totally get that because uh, my wife's uh, aunt uses the word queer in its actual definition. So yeah. she do, she will describe things as queer, as in it's odd. Like I would never call a, a, a say a homosexual queer. Right, but she would be like, that's a queer piece of art. And she means yeah. it. It's like it's an odd piece of art. Yes. It's actually kind of refreshing to hear. So the serviceman walks out of the kitchen back to the living room, the, the, repair, the fridge repair guy. And literally all the cops, okay, mm-hmm. Three cops are standing in a row, scratching each other's back, while the guy in the back position is whining about getting no reward for hard work. Oh, you know what? You got to daisy chain that back scratching. This is how gay porn starts. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm I'm on board. (laughs) Anyways, they were in the lair of the Queen Cannibal, and serviceman Sam was shitting his knickers, so he interrupted the three-man cop massage orgy. Oh, the cops were creeped out by the dude because he was shaking, and the look on his face said, "We got a big problem." Suck it. <laughs> he said, "Suck it." So they all started sucking it. Oh, suck it! Oh, Tastes like an ecto cooler. Um, and Josh is no longer drinking ecto coolers. <laughs> so anyway, um, hey, I like quote, the taste. He can get used to it. One of the cops said, "I thought the repairman had started a fire," and another thought he looked like he'd seen the Bloody Mary, Queen Bloody Mary, which is a hearkening to our Bloody Mary episode. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what number that is. I think it's like eighteen. So what, Marty's on that. Yes, Marty is on that. It was a fun one. The cops were upset to rifle through the queen's personal frozen bits and bobs, like taking a peek at her damned undies, one of them remarked, but the the uh, repairman insisted. We were wear- thinking this had better be good, and it was. He yanked a frozen forearm out of there, and then part of a leg, a small hunk of a male chest, and a few other parts I'd rather not describe. <laughs> The officer who stood last in that line of uh, <laughs> massage artists said, at first the constables thought they were looking at packaged pig parts, but soon they realized they were looking at the remains of a human. What to do next? <laughs> Normally we check the missing persons list, take DNA samples, and immediately detain the suspect with the evidence in her freezer. What we got here is a series of pieces from a white male, no head, no hands, or feet, but the queen has special privileges, the middle constable said. Throughout history, it's always been kind of that way. You can't prosecute the queen for having a strange habit. I'm sure she's got these parts. I'm sure she got these parts legally somewhere overseas. At any rate, we aren't going to look into it. The cop bellows. They know better. (laughs) The cop who had stood first in line said, I know the Yankees. We'll have a fit, but the queen is God's monarchy. She's God's bride. Yep. Derek Jeter threw a fit. A-Rod was pissed. <laughs> hey. His call, all of them agreed. The serviceman had, the or, sorry, the repairman had no choice but to leave the premises. He is currently penning an account of his experiences in the hotly anticipated tell-all book, Peeking at the Queen's Undies, the long history of a prominent <laughs> meat-eating dynasty. Uh-uh. His book is hotly anticipated. So still hasn't come out yet, huh? Maybe it did. I didn't search for it, okay. but she's really bloody crazy. So supposedly there's this English carpenter named John Bellows in a lost interview from 2001. 
Um, he basically remarked by saying, quote, sometimes she's without any family or friends in that huge castle. We'd be working in the early 90s and we'd hear maniac shouts and jolly loud animal screams, especially... <laughs> that was just like that. That I'm was sure. the queen right there. <laughs> especially throughout the horrible year, we'd been warned beforehand that the environment would be prickly, but we'd never experienced that, unquote. Queen Elizabeth went through a lot of turmoil in the early 90s. She called 1992 anus horbilius. <laughs> <laughs> because her sons both divorced their wives and a wildfire whirled through a section of the castle. It is pr- widely believed throughout India. Hey, what's up, India listeners? Hello. That, that there she it is. Finally, it's the, uh, <laughs> that she the correct voice. The correct accent there. That the queen herself fell asleep and dropped her burning cigarette. Really? Queen is a smoker, huh? She's a joker as well. And a midnight talker. Toker. Bellows commanded his crew to keep their mouths shut, and ten years later, he finally opened his... to reveal some of the secrets behind the highest esteemed family in the world. The whiny electric pitch of a tweaked power scooter still haunts Bellows. He'd be replastering a wall or carefully tearing into the bowels of a bathroom to get at the water lines while the continuous hum of the scooter almost drove him crazy. Hmm. Quote... I'm not frightened of those mobile chairs in general, but when your queen is on one and traveling at high enough speed to ruffle her stiff hair, it gets disturbing, unquote. Elizabeth, al- Elizabeth also holds a pinched grimace on her face as she flies from one end of the castle to the other. Quote, it's like she can't take all the gl- gory G-force, but she likes the speed anyways. I think she's got a horn on that thing. <laughs> I know. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's an overpowered horn for such a tiny scooter. Oh. Where's, where's my car? Yeah, right. It should be noted, by the way, that she has no, she has no problems walking. So, you, well, yeah, I, I just saw a video, video of her visiting the, uh, uh, uh the Manchester uh, victims. The Manchester yeah. victims. Yeah, I saw that too. I did too. Well, I will say this. She's got to be in her 90s by now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she talked she perfect. Looks, she looks great. I mean, I, I'm not it's all saying. all human meat. I mean, I'd still do it. <laughs> Go golfing with her. That is right. Yeah. yeah. No, I want to. I want to ride a speedboat with her. I mean, <laughs> obviously, she's got a thing, a need for speed. Mm-hmm. Got we high high speed scooters mm-hmm. and speedboats. And I bet she bought a Segway when those came out. <laughs> I have a customer on uh, my male prostitute route, and that has a. <laughs> that he rides around he, he, he uh, on a, a Segway and does his job on the Segway the whole time. That's awesome. I bought. I bet she bought Heelys when those were those really were popular. Cool. They've now come out with adult sizes for Heelys if you're looking Perfect. for them. Perfect. Yeah, I bet the Queen has some of those and she rides <laughs> down the hall She's on doing her Heelys, like, spins and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I bet she skateboards. Oh yeah, gnarly. I mean, to be fair, what if she skateboards on Heelys Ooh, while riding? True a danger. <laughs> She's got, she's got her heelys on while on the on the uh, 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 Segway on a skateboard. Yep, metal. To be that's on a razor scooter. <laughs> she's totally gnarly. That that the castle is is big. It's yeah. huge. So it's mm-hmm. it's actually no surprise that she has a sprite. I would think more of a golf cart though. Yeah, it might be too yeah. big though, too wide. Boy, I bet you those hallways are huge in a castle though. Yeah, that's I I wasn't true. that surprised by the scooter on this. Because it's a lot of fucking walking. Because I can imagine if you're old, you just don't want to fucking walk it all, all the time. And Shit, it's your if house. I had a big house like that and I had the money to buy myself a power scooter, I would. Right. I'm 28. I'd still do it. Do you, I'm 34 and I'll still do it. Do you think her I'm 41 and I have to do it. 
Do you think? Do you think her sons or her grandsons ever used that and like got roadhead while driving that around the castle? <laughs> oh my god, Josh! How old are you? Six? Hey, Princess Di. How, you're way dead. Can you give me a zombie BJ? Oh my god! Oh my god! I just came my pants. All right. Oh. All right. So I am not cleaning that up. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Baby wipes. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. Okay. So, anyway, Bellows also mentioned Elizabeth's jagged set of teeth. I'd hate to get bitten by the queen, he said. Her chompers remind me of that savage character in Moby Dick whose teeth were pin like well, so and she sharpened has, to tear into any kind of meat. So she has English teeth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does she do with those things? Did she file them like that? The carpenter said this years before the recent discovery of human remains were found in Queen Elizabeth's freezer. Did he suspect a perverse use for her sharpened teeth? It will be impossible to say because John Bellows disappeared early oh. last year in a supposed boating so accident. So no wonder the book never... In a boating accident? <gasps> Quote, John wasn't much a sw- swimmer. Unquote. <laughs> His sister told police at the time of the accident, it's like he was made of wood. Police never found Bellow's body. Mm. We'll be back after a break. Known as her principal weekend retreat, Windsor Castle was largely renovated by Queen Elizabeth II when she stormed the throne in 1952. Over the years, inside sources have revealed snippets of telling details that, when put together, depict a very strange woman zipping through widened, archaic castle halls on a souped-up motor scooter, while gnashing her crooked, pointy teeth. But nobody with any credibility had alluded to the prepared strips of human meat in her freezer. An exiled cultural philosopher named Hubert Humdinger called the Queen violently vibrant and packed with more energy than the sun. He said it at a small dinner party, and nobody in attendance remembers that he did, except for him. Humdinger also offered his analysis in 1973 about how the Queen could be so energetic. She must eat human flesh, he wrote bluntly in an article for We Royalty magazine, to be so vivacious. There is an immense amount of spiritual energy in human muscle. He also hinted at the royal family engaging in satanic rituals and bloodlust. Humdinger's career slowly degenerated after that, especially as he called Madonna the Whore of Babylon and suggested that if she wanted shinier skin like Queen Elizabeth II, she ought to be a cannibal as well. Welcome back to your second segment of Conspiracy <sighs> Therapy. Ooh, that was a real humdinger. April, what was that segment. food you made us? It was delicious. Sorry. Yeah, it was. I, you know, there was a guy that I saw at when I was at Meyer today, mm-hmm. and he looked really good. Oh, so he was I, delicious. He had a huge... I brought him home, and I... Mm-hmm. Was I that cooked, ass meat we ate? No, Ham. it was dick meat. Oh! Blood sausages. Sausages. <laughs> I like the sauce that you put on it. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's creamy guys. You know what? Celine Dion. Ooh, Paul, yeah. Paula Abdul. Fa. Paul Simon. Hi. Peter oh. Gabriel. John. John, John Cougar Mellencamp. Tiny Tim. Dun, dun, dun. They all. Dun, dun. Did, they all did not write any songs about the Queen eating people. So that's your pop culture second. <laughs> That All right. Was a second. Would you guys like to hear a list of human meat reviewed by real cannibals? Fuck yes. Sure. Ooh. What do you think would be the tastiest? That's like, hypothetical. Do you think the ass? 
So according to listverse.com, they posted an article called 10 Reviews of Human Flesh by Real Cannibals. Now, we are going to start from the top at number 10. There are 10 people Mm -hmm. that were cannibals. Number 10. In 1972, Arthur Showcross killed a young boy and girl in Waterton, New York. He went to prison for the crimes, but was released after serving just under 15 years. His record was sealed when he moved to Rochester, New York in 1988, when he soon started killing prostitutes, claiming 11 lives before he was caught. Once he was back in prison, Showcross stated, bragging about some of the disgusting things he did to his victims, including a number of cases of cannibalism. He claimed to have first eaten human flesh while serving in Vietnam, where he supposedly followed two women into the jungle, butchered them, and ate them. However, this is there's no evidence that he actually did this. Mm-hmm. He also claimed to have eaten the genitals of four prostitutes and the heart of the ten year old boy he killed. I, I've technically eaten genitals. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> the bodies. We've heard that story. <laughs> the bodies were too. The bodies were too decomposed to verify this, but they were horribly mutilated. According to Shacross, human meat tastes like the burned end of a nice pork roast. Burnt ends? Oh, it's my favorite. So, that's ten. Number nine. All right, thank you. (laughs) Peter Bryan. Peter Bryan's long history of violence started when the owners of his shop he worked in fired him for stealing. In response, Bryan beat their 20-year-old daughter to death with a hammer before trying to commit suicide. Well, you got to tenderize the meat. <laughs> you think he's he was, one of those spiky hammers? He was found to be mo- mentally ill and was placed in a maximum security psychiatric hospital in 1993. Nine years later, he was released from maximum security and moved to another hospital where he eventually was granted permission to leave the ward unsupervised. That same night, he left the hospital, went to the apartment of 43-year-old Brian Cherry, and brutally beat him to death with a hammer. I think he's like a hammer this guy's bro. Got a, yeah. He's inspired by uh, Peter Gabriel. <laughs> then using a saw and a number of knives, Brian amputated Cherry's arms and right leg. When the police arrived, they found brain matter in a frying mm. pan on the stove. Brian said that he had cooked the brain in margarine and that it tastes really nice. I'd have gone with butter, but whatever. He added that he also sampled meat from Cherry's legs and arms, which he describes as tasting quite like chicken. Number eight. Alexander Selvik Wengenshoel. Winger, Weng, what? Wengenshoel. In 2010, 21-year-old Norwegian art student Alexander Selvik Wengenshoel was scheduled to have his hip replaced due to a birth defect that left him reluctant on crutches or a wheelchair to get around. In the year leading up to surgery, Wengenshoel managed to convince his doctor to let him take the removed hip bone home with him. Wengenshoel didn't know what he wanted to do with it, but he knew that he wanted it. When he got home after the surgery, Wingenshul started boiling the hip and scraped off some of the flesh still clinging to it. Realizing that this was a unique opportunity, he decided to taste a scrap of the flesh. Descri- describing it as really nice. Did you guys do the placenta thing? No. No. Okay. Yeah, I... Okay. Scrambled. After that, he decided to make a meal out of the flesh remaining on the bone. There was only a handful of meat left, so the dish was just an appetizer served with a side of potatoes au gratin and a glass of wine. According to Wengishol, it had this flavor of wild sheep. If you take a sheep that goes into the mountains and eats mushrooms, it was goatee. Number seven. Tobias Schenebaum was an American artist who won a Fulbright Fellowship to study art in Peru. Hitchhiking all the way to New York in 1955, along the way, he heard about a tribe called the Aram Kabat. 
who lived in the jungle and hunted with bows and arrows. Deciding that sounded interesting, he set off without a compass to find them. Along along the Arkhambot had a fierce reputation. They welcomed Shenanbaum, who was delighted to find the tribe was also very accepting of homosexuality. <laughs> Super. Which he had persecuted which he had been persecuted for in New York. He soon resolved to stay with them for the rest of his life. That changed after he was invited on what he thought was a hunt. Instead, the Arkhambot attacked another village and killed the six people they found there. After the massacre, they roasted the bodies while dancing around the fire. Shinnabom was horrified, but was eventually prodded into joining the dancing. When the Arkhambot started handing out pieces of human meat, Shinnabom ate some... After the incident, he reconsidered staying with the tribe and eventually walked out of the Peruvian jungle covered in paint. Shinnabom's memoir, Keep the River on Your Right, became a cult classic. He usually brushed off questions about the human flesh, explaining that he was too caught up in the moment to remember much of the taste, and he didn't want people thinking of him as a cannibal. However, he did once mention that it tasted a little bit like pork. Pork again. Mm. Mm. Number six. Six. Omami and Nelson was born in Egypt and moved to the United States to become a model. In 1991, I'm sorry, she met 56-year-old William Nelson, who she married two months later. It wasn't a happy union, with Omiyam accusing her husband of beating and raping her. Just three weeks after the wedding, she snapped and murdered him. In an attempt to destroy the evidence, she dismembered the body, fried his hands, and boiled his head. The murder truly became bizarre when Omiyam removed her husband's ribs, coated them ribs with barbecue sauce, and cooked them like in a mm. restaurant. According to a psychiatrist, psychiatrist, sorry, <laughs> Omiyam told him that she bit into the ribs, exclaiming aloud, It's so sweet, it's so delicious, I like mine tender. Number five. Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, hey, hey. If, 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 the, the, he, he's like the... Hulk Hogan or the Babe Ruth of cannibals. Oh, yep. He's a good brother. I would agree. Notorious Milwaukee cannibal Jeffrey Dahmer claimed the lives of 17 young men between 1978 and 1991. Dahmer never really spoke openly about his cannibalism, but when he was arrested, he discussed it a little bit with the FBI. He said that he would cut off pieces of the bodies, usually from the biceps and thighs, and he would also cut off some of the organs. He would take the muscles of the organs and chop them into bite-sized pieces which he would then cook in a skillet on the stove. As for what Dahmer thought of the taste, he said it was similar to filet mignon, Ooh. which is cut from the smaller end of beef tenderloin. Yum. Mm. Mm, yum. Number four. William Seabrook. William Seabrook was a reporter with the New York Times, but is better known for his truly bizarre travel books. One of his most notable works is Jungle Ways, published in 1931. The book details a trip to West Africa, where he encountered a tribe called the Guerrero who were reported to ritually consume flesh from recently deceased tribesmen. Curious as to what human meat tasted like, Seabrook decided to try some himself. There are two different stories about how Seabrook came to eat flesh. According to Seabrook himself, in Jungle Ways, he simply joined in with the gear. Another story claims that this didn't happen, and the Seabrook actually committed cannibalism on his return to France, where he persuaded a hospital intern to sneak in part of a fresh corpse. Regardless of how he got the meat, Seabrook probably was a genuine cannibal and described the taste of human flesh at length. According to Jungle Ways, quote, It was like good, fully developed veal. Not young, but yet, yet beef. It was very definitely that. And it was not like any other meat I had ever tasted. It was so nearly like good, fully developed veal that I like think no other person with a palate of ordinary normal sensitiveness could distinguish it from veal 
Number three. Ryan, you are like the Casey Kasem of cannibalism. <laughs> I know, right? I dig the music. Thank you, sir. In April 2012, ooh, that's recent, Brazilian Jorge Bellatro Nagormite del Silveira, his wife Isabel Cristina Perez, and his mistress Bruno Cristina Alvera del Salva were arrested in connection with the murder of a homeless woman. After being taken into custody, they quickly admitted to killing two other young women as well. In all three murders, the trio cannibalized the bodies and sold the meat. In an interview with the Silveria, compared human meat to beef in taste and consistency. Since it was a beef-like meat, De Silveria said the group had three different recipes for cooking human flesh. They first, Their first was carne gusada, which is a Mexican... Gusada was the guy's name, by the way. Which is a Mexican stew that He was gusada. <laughs> which was a Mexican put gouda stew... on him? A Mexican stew that often uses beef and is slowly simmered. Another option was a cassava-based Brazilian dish known as maxacera. But the trio became most notorious for making empanadas, mm. traditional Brazilian meat pies, which Delicious. they often <laughs> sold to their unsuspecting neighbors. Ooh. Number two! Wow. Now, this, this is, is a story that I heard. Here. here we go. This is a crazy story. One of the most notorious cannibals in recent history is Japan Isaya Sagawa. Sagawa Ooh, was studying Asian. in Paris when he met 25-year-old Dutch student Rene Harvalet. On June 11, 1981, Har- I'm sorry, Hartvelet was visiting Sagawa at his apartment when he shot her in the back. After she was dead, Sagawa spent two days eating parts of her body. In his memoir, Sagawa said that he ate the red meat of her buttocks raw. He said that it was tasteless. There's your ass meat. There we go. It, not only that, it was it was what was it? Tar, it was ass tartar. Yeah. It was tasteless and odorless, but it melted on his tongue like raw mm. tuna sashimi. Mm. Next, he cooked flesh. From he ate hip. ass. <laughs> Next, he cooked flesh from her hip in a roasting pan. Described it as decent but flavorless until he added mustard and salt. He also okay. baked, he also bakes baked parts of heart heartvelts breasts, but he didn't like them because they were too greasy. His favorite was the meat from the thighs. Well, I guess they are kind of a fatty tissue. His favorite was the meat from the thighs, which he described as, quote, wonderful. Mm. Number one! And our last uh, cafe cook cannibal is Armin Muse. Now, Armin, as you can guess, listeners, he was German and uh, a cannibal. Another list a number, another number one German Germany did not want. Right. Well, <laughs> hey, he infamous, infamously posted a classified on the internet announcing he was seeking a well-built eighteen to thirty-year-old to be slaughtered and then consumed. According, <laughs> that's a weird Craigslist. Didn't it worked? Didn't we bring this up on another episode? Oh yeah, this yeah. came up before. I thought so. According to Muse, that ad received over two hundred responses, but after meeting a young man who backed out, he found forty-one-year-old burned. Jurgen Bronze, who agreed to be eaten. On March 9th, 2001, the two met and had sex before Muse cut off Brand's penis so they could uh, eat uh, it first. Uh, 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 uh. They both enjoyed the penis together. Yum. First, they tried to consume it raw. Do you think they ate it, it like they Lady it, and the Tramp? They both started at one end and then met in the think, middle? Who do you think was the top and who was the bottom? Because if the other guy was top, do you think they like washed it off first? I'm saying know. that Armin was the top. Yeah. Because clearly Ooh. he was in control of this they, situation. Yeah, they true. found the penis to be too rubbery, so <laughs> then tried to cook it using like garlic o- and Overcooked butter. calamari. <laughs> right. 
He ended up using uh, garlic and butter, but ended up burning it. So after 10 hours of waiting for Prince... Dude, you ruined it! After 10 hours of waiting for the subject to bleed to death, Muse killed him, hung his body on a meat hook, and began carving off meat. Over the next 10 months, he ate about 18 kilograms slash 40 pounds of human steak and mince. In later interviews, Muse said he sautéed the steak with salt, pepper, Hmm. nutmeg, and garlic. For sides, sides, he had princess croquet and Brussels sprouts with green pepper oh, yeah, sauce. Brussels sprouts. Mm. To drink, he preferred a glass of South African red wine. And what did Muse think of the meal? He said it was a little tough, but otherwise quite good. Apparently, it tasted like pork. Again, if you like pigs, you're probably going to like human meat. Mm. Fair but enough. with a stronger, slightly bitter taste. Muse insisted that Brand's death was assisted suicide rather than murder, which, I mean, you can find facts of this whole case online. Wow. By the way, while he was waiting to die in that room, the uh, Armin guy read a Star... Uh, I think it was a Star Trek novel. <laughs> so it was nerds. Nerds, knock it the fuck off. Yep. Just because you're bored doesn't mean you need to eat dick. Right. <laughs> and that's been your 10 reviews of Human Flesh by Real Life Cannibals. You guys really want to know what happens when you eat humans? I assume like you get like scientists. I assume something like a mad cow disease type thing happens. Close, yeah. So Esquire did an article called "Here's What Happens." <laughs> That's odd, an Esquire magazine. <laughs> Esquire said, "Here's what happens to your body when you eat human meat." Now, in the isolated highlands of Papua New Guinea once lived a tribe called the Four. The Four were untouched by the outside world until the 1930s and unstudied until the 1950s. When researchers finally made their way to the highlands, they discovered that an epidemic called the Laughing Death was killing women and young children. The Laughing Death was caused by eating human meat. Hmm. According to NPR, the four people ate their dead instead of burying them to protect them from worms and maggots better in the stomach of a loved one than in the stomach of a grub. So the forethought. Even better was the stomach of a female loved one because her body could tame the dead spirit. So the woman scooped out the brains to cook and roasted the body, sneaking tidbits to their young children, and they were getting sick. The disease is called Kuru, and it was covered Mm, in-depthly on the zombies episode that we also did. Right. So... They lose control of their bodies and their emotions, and they eventually died. What baffled researchers, according to NPR, was that Kuru wasn't a virus or a living bacteria. Instead, it was a strange process the researchers compared to Dr. Jekyll's transformation into Mr. Hyde. The thin line between good and evil crossed by a twisted protein, one that Hmm. tricked other proteins in the brain to twist like it, damaging the brain's cerebellum. The four people stopped eating their dead half a century ago, but the epidemic spanned years with the last victim of crew dying in 2009. Really? Yes. And this is the last really super disturbing fact. This disease can lie dormant for years. What the fuck? Before attacking the brain. But similarly, confusing diseases are still out there like mad cow, Mm -hmm. which also originates in infected meat, just not, you know, human meat. Hmm. Right. So, Hmm. that is that. We got a little more, you know, little info, mm-hmm. right? Yep. People yep. learned something. So, do you think people in power have eaten people in modern times still as a ritual, or maybe as a way to make their health or in modern times better? Mm-hmm. Now we know they did it in the past, right? No, for we, a fact. Yep. Wasn't there that? Oh gosh, I wish I remember his name. He was General Buck Naked. 
who eats ch- who ate children or m- might still be eating children. Now he's children. a preacher and he's like redeemed himself because he's okay. Christian. But he was he was doing that like not so long ago. Yes. So yeah, I mean, it's happened. Right on. I don't see why not. I think if you're especially in a position of power, it's way easier to get away with it. Yeah. Plus, you're given so many like people that come up to you and go. We have the freshest blood of the new tribe that we founded, blah, blah, blah. Right. We could just destroy it or you could drink it and maybe the platelets will like... Visit blah, blah, blah. Well, and if you look at Queen Elizabeth, like, holy shit, she's old. And she is spry as hell. She's got, like, either she's got a really good vitamin pack or she's probably people. The the best doctors available, too. The best. (laughs) Josh... We got two yays. Uh, yeah. Uh, no three doubt, yays. No doubt no. in my mind because of the fact that you have somebody who is a position of power and outside of the the fact that it's been done in the past, I, th- I don't know, maybe it's a... I mean, like April said, she, she was saying that if she could do it without any repercussions. Yeah. Well, if you're the queen and we saw in that story where... They're like, oh, well, we can't do anything because she's the queen. Right. So she could get away with it. And so I feel like, yeah, what if they find a bum on the street, they could take him. They could easily Mm. make sure he has no diseases. Bum salad. Right. Yeah. Well, and people eat their own placenta. It's really not out of the realm of possibility for someone to be like, well, if placenta is healthy. Now, do I think the queen did it? No. I think she would have got the Kuru by now. Right. Mm, so we have, we have but but my question was a little but different. you're right your question mm-hmm. was leaders i mean we've seen it happen yeah. yeah i definitely as far as leaders are concerned yes no no doubt in my mind yep yes i think that things as they are aren't as we're not out of the medieval period right look at who became our president and i don't mean that in a bad way but i'm saying that it doesn't it it almost doesn't make sense to me because when i was a kid i assumed like there were like leader political leaders that were vying and had like ideas and principles mm-hmm. and then i watched them either not make it or make it and it, i thought there was a democracy but now i see it's kind of changed i there's still there's a democracy a, people there was a big backlash of especially I mean, we had just had two bushes in a row now we're looking at another clinton in office it almost seems like it was almost becoming like royalty where mm-hmm. I can definitely see why people voted for Donald Trump. Right, there, there is a definite back- backlash against the current the state of government as it is. It's the same reason people are going to vote for Bernie, but no, you it's think the same that, reason we're going to vote for the rock. Don't you think that Ivan- <laughs> Ivanka is going to probably vie for that next now? No, she wants nothing. It's, it's clear. She wants nothing to do with being in the government. I mean, I she's no man. I, I don't see her. No, I feel like it would be Trump Jr. Eric or, or Eric or yeah, who's the one, one with of them? The, one with Wol- the big teeth Wolfen- or the one with Wolfen- the really big teeth? <laughs> Wolfenstein Jr. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think I'm Donald Wolfenstein Jr. I think after this, people are going to be like, "Yeah, maybe we should elect someone with some experience in government." Right. And I'm I'm all about somebody with some new blood going in and pumping it mm-hmm. up. Maybe mm-hmm. like you know, I'm thinking our man Andy appreciates somebody coming in there that's not involved in like the upper echelon. I, right. I think that that's something that um, 
that's something with the Queen Elizabeth and that whole line of blood that 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 makes it uneasy for people because that they they do come from a really twisted background. Yep, and it the, the facts are there. We brought them up today. There's things about, but there's a lot of times where you look at the people in the past and what they've done to you, and you go, "I'm not going to do that." Mm-hmm. True. I mean, that's that's the evolution of people. Yes, you see mistakes and you say, "Nope, not going to do that anymore." True. Word. True. Well, that's been your Queen Elizabeth is a cannibal. Let's round this out with a quiz. Let's get quizzical, quizzical. I wanna get quizzical. Let's get into quizzical. All right. We were, that. we were doing so oh. good. We were doing so good. I, I know. <laughs> At least he saved it for the end. <sighs> I feel much better. So we're going to do a basic English knowledge quiz. Oh, nice. yeah. I like Wait for the, oh, I've been there. <laughs> I didn't say it. I've never been to England. Beans and toast. Which country borders England to the north? A, France. B, Scotland. C, Ireland. D, Wales. Josh. April. Josh. That would be Scotland? That answer was freaking great. <laughs> what body of water separates France from England? A, the English Channel. April. April. English Channel. That is correct. April 1, Josh 1. Yeah, Ryan, nothing. Question number three. What kind of government does England have? A, presidential republic. B, constitutional monarchy. C, dictatorship. D, military state. Josh. Josh. B. That is correct, Josh. Two, April one, Ryan, nothing. Question number four. This should be a tough one. Mm-hmm. How many seats are in the House of Commons? Oh. A, 651. B, 482. C, 674. By the way, and D, 295, Josh. C. That's incorrect. We now this should I thought this question would be good because they just had that big election right. to figure out these seats. So April. April. Uh B. Mm. Oh, Ryan, here's right. your chance. A six fifty one. B four eighty two C six seventy four D two ninety five. D. Mm. The answer is A six hundred and fifty one. <laughs> Larry gets the point. I get the point. So one the host some of this game show somehow. Ryan zero. Josh two. April one. Last question worth three points. What is the upper house called? A. The house of the commons. B. The house of lords. C. The house that Jack built. D. The senate. Josh. Josh. That would be A. Josh, you are wrong. Ryan. Ryan. B. What? Ryan is the winner this week. Two weeks in a row. He sneaks in like a sneaky snake. uh, Sleep, sleepy, sneaky penis snake. Sleepy, sneaky snake's penis? Yep. What do they call a penis in the UK? A cock. (laughs) A cuck. A cuck? Cock. What do they call a pussy in the UK? A fanny. A twat. A fanny. I think you're right. Is it fanny? You're right. It's It's funny because we call asses here fannies. I so, want. I want to kiss you. everybody. Do British accents. I want to kiss your fanny. Want to grab him by the fanny? Oh God! 
I, this Indian guy just showed up. All right. Mm-hmm. Who invited him? April. Yeah, yeah, April did. What would you like me to say? Ooh, that's really good. I spent good. quite a lot of time there. Hello. <laughs> right, right. Cheerio. See, I'm Cockney. I like yep. Cheerios. Yeah, you are very Cockney. Hey, you guys, we love doing these shows, but we have to do, we, do? We, we always have to do a little quick pluggy session. So, Josh, why don't you hit us up? Stiff Joystick Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and SoundCloud. Uh, the Potty Slam Podcast for Wrestling History on Facebook, Twitter, and Podomatic. To our English listeners, if you dig cricket, you'll dig the Ephus Podcast, which is a baseball history podcast. By the way, we do actually have quite a few UK fans of uh, the Ephus, so shout out to the you guys. You are awesome. Yes. Thank you, UK listeners. That's what we're doing this for. So all all the times that you want to check us out, you can hit us up at Twitter at Conspiracy T Show, or you can email us at Conspiracy 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 Therapy. You can email us at Conspiracy E-mol. Therapy Show. E-mol us. You can email us. Email us at conspiracytherapyshow at gmail.com and tell us what you want us to do. Also, we would love to, to answer your questions live on the air. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we like stew. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, like stew. us on Facebook. Also, mm-hmm. by the way, stew please continue. Made out of stew. Stew, yeah. <laughs> please continue to rate us and review yes. us. It always helps. We're getting so high on the reviews. and mm-hmm. um, I roll people, those reviews up and I smoke them. I do. And mm-hmm. on Potomatic, you know, you guys are great. So keep yeah. representing over there. And also check out Beer City Media if you want to check out any future shows because that's where the hub is. So that's been our episode. Anybody have anything they want to throw out there before this? week is over oh god that one was like wet wet there's like a chili dog rolling in the back of your throat (laughs) sonic the hedgehog is doing what did i have to eat oh i i i I had fish that's a fish burp it was a fish burp (laughs) ladies and gentlemen that was your fish burp for the week (laughs) fish burp of the week not nemo all right guys we'll see you next week on another episode of conspiracy therapy good night Kids are starving in Japan, so eat it. Just eat it. Don't wanna argue, I don't wanna debate. Don't wanna hear about what kind of food you hate. You won't get no dessert till you clean off your plate, so eat it. Don't you tell me you're full, just eat it. Eat it. Get yourself an egg and beat it. Have some more chicken, have some more pie. It doesn't matter. This has been a presentation of Beer City Media.